Together we explore health, wellness, spirituality, emotions, and life issues from new perspectives. Join us as together we infuse vitality into life. If you have a desire to live a life that is more than what you are currently experiencing, if you feel stuck, are experiencing health concerns, or are curious about ways to improve your life, this show will give you new perspectives and steps to change your life. Today, we're going to be talking about forgiveness. This is a process that is easier for some than others, and also easier in some situations than others. It may also be easier for us if people in our lives have been very generous to us in their willingness to forgive us. You know, Michelle, it's crucial crucial for us to remember that self-forgiveness is essential to our lives for living a fulfilled and healthy life. And I think that concept is actually new to some people. I've had even recent conversations about forgiveness and the idea, it pops a light bulb on in someone's head that the idea that we actually do forgiveness for ourselves, not necessarily for someone else, was sort of a surprise to some people. Yes. And I'm also talking about when we do something that we feel is wrong in our own minds, to forgive ourselves. One of the things that I know to be true is that we are always doing the best that we can in every moment. And when we know better, we do better. We've talked before about, you know, one of the four agreements is always do your best, but realize that your best changes from moment to moment. And you could be sick and not, you know, that, that bar is still so high that we've set previously and we never give ourselves slack. And that's important for us to do that. Right, because the best self-growth isn't necessarily from the criticism we give ourselves. Right. Right. When you're in a job and you get that feedback and sometimes there's maybe some critical elements of what needs to change, Mm -hmm. we can look at that and be like, oh, that was constructive criticism. However, when we do that to ourselves normally, it just ends up being critical. Yes. (laughs) Yes, it does. Awareness of self is learning to acknowledge our own mistakes and learning to forgive ourselves for them. Sometimes we view these as shortcomings or character flaws, that type of thing. But we're in the process of learning about living every single moment of our life. And we need to, you know, one of, one of the things that I try to teach everyone is that you've never failed, nor will you ever. Everything is a process. When you are learning to ride a bike, most people fell during that process. I've only ever met one person who insists they never fell. <laughs> and I'm going, really? You never fell? You're <laughs> born <have>. for this. <laughs> <laughs> but if we considered falling when we were learning how to ride a bike as a failure, we would consider everything in our life as a failure. It's all about the process of learning something, right? And we're in the process of learning all about life. So we've never failed. What we have done is learned what works and learned what we need to improve on, which is, a you know, all of that is good. Self-forgiveness can be the first step toward a more loving and positive relationship with yourself. And then from there, you can have more loving and positive relationships with others. And so, you know, I really invite everyone to think about this. How easy do you find it to forgive yourself? Are you so self-critical? that you're the last person you will forgive. That takes some internal thought. You know, it's true that we're often harder on ourselves than anyone else ever could be. So what does that mean for you in relationship to your being able and willing to forgive yourself? We're going to talk now about what forgiveness is. In a later segment, we're going to talk about what it isn't, because we have hang-ups about forgiving people if these certain things will happen or not, right? So forgiveness is really letting go of a grievance or a judgment that you hold against someone else. 
When you forgive, you also let go of the feelings of bitterness, resentment, vengeance, revenge. Anger. Yes. All of those words feel kind of horrible even to say them. You know, you can feel that in your body. They are heavy. Yeah. So forgiveness is a conscious, deliberate decision to release those feelings of resentment or vengeance toward a person or a group. When you think of society as a whole, that has harmed you, regardless of whether they actually deserve your forgiveness. Because remember, you're not doing that for them. You're doing it for you. So it's a process of liberating and expanding. If you enter into it wholeheartedly and honestly, allowing for the healing in mind, body, emotion, and spirit to really happen. You know, forgiveness can be challenging, especially when the offending party seems to either offer an insincere, insincere apology or none at all. And then what do you do with that, right? It's really critical to remember that forgiveness doesn't automatically mean reconciliation between two people. It is just your acknowledging inside of you that something happened, you were hurt in some way, and you, for your own benefit, need to heal, forgive, and move on. We don't have to return to the same relationship or accept the same harmful behaviors from someone who has hurt us. We learn, you know, that's what learning boundaries is all about, right? We learn to set up, we, we teach people how to treat us by the boundaries that we set it's also an aspect of discernment. When I was younger, I heard a parent of a young child saying that every night they prayed for their daughter, and one of the things they prayed for was discernment. Mm -hmm. And I thought, I understand praying for courage and love and strength and protection. And I really had to sit down and think about what that meant to have discernment, for one thing. And the idea is that like you were saying, being able to apply the knowledge and the wisdom to a situation of just because you forgive someone doesn't mean that you can't use the experience to then create a new framework around how you want to be treated, around what that boundary looks like, and to make a different decision moving forward. So not necessarily keeping or staying in a relationship just because you've forgiven someone, but looking at it from all aspects and perspectives of, is this healthy for me? Is this healthy for them? Is this, mm -hmm. Does this provide a good foundation moving forward in my life for people I want to surround myself with? And one of the things that I've worked with in, with all of my patients is awareness and discernment go hand in hand. First, being aware of what's happening, especially inside your body, right? And then discerning whether it's yours or not and what do you do moving forward. Forgiveness is very much that way also. Examining all of the things that are going on internally and discerning what to do with them and what you can do and how that forgiveness path looks for you in the situation that you're in. You know, it's often the healthiest path forward, forgiveness is, right? Allowing us to acknowledge the wound because it is a wound. Understand the other person's perspective, because everyone brings with them all of the experiences they've ever had, and they stand just a little bit out of our peripheral vision, every experience that we've ever had. And then try to process our own emo emotions in non-hurtful ways, both for us and for the other party. You know, forgiving another person's one thing, but what happens when we are the ones that commit the offense? How do we process that? You know, it's important for us to take responsibility for our mistakes, and really they're lessons, right, in this process of moving forward. But intense guilt and shame aren't good for anyone in the long run. One of the things that you've heard us say over and over again is no blame, no guilt, take responsibility. We're not here to point fingers. We're here to learn and to grow from everything that happens. How easy do you find it to forgive others? You know, let's face it, sometimes people can be rude <laughs> or mean or downright hurtful, right? You can get cut off on the freeway. But some betrayals go deeper. If someone betrays your confidence, that's different than forgiving someone who cuts in front of you. Absolutely. Or then there's the colleague who fails to deliver and you're left with 
someone, you know, from for some consequences that really weren't your doing. And then there's much larger issues too, such as someone being unfaithful in a relationship. That's a bigger thing. Or having been lied about or lied to. And physical harm to others is even larger. You know, there's also all the way up to murder. And how do we forgive these? We're going to really be talking about all of this. Again, we were just mentioning that some issues are a little bit more challenging to forgive. They all can be when we look at what they, you know, what the real issues are and what we put ourselves into someone else's shoes, it becomes a different story. So in the next segment of the show, we're going to really be talking more about this difficult experiences and everything that we experience adds to the cellular memory that we have going on. And so sometimes it's really deep. Sometimes something triggers another issue that's happened to us in the past. And so many times we can forgive certain patterns of behavior. We talked about repetitive patterns on the last week's show. So we're going to be talking more about forgiveness now on the next segment of the show. And for more information, to schedule an appointment at our clinic or to register for a program, check out our website at awakenedlivinginfusion.com. You can find podcasts of our shows on our website, AM950's website, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We'd like to thank you so much for joining us on Awakened Living Infusion Radio Show on AM950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. We'll be right back. We're talking today about forgiveness. Where do you need it? In our busy, fast-paced world, sometimes we need the time and space to figure out the deeper questions in our life. In a safe, non-judgmental atmosphere, Life Coaching with Connie at Awakened Living will help you gain clarity in your life in an atmosphere of guidance, support, and affirmation. You will explore who you are and who you want to become to be the best version of yourself. Connie at Awakened Living will guide you to find the wisdom within you and follow that wisdom in all areas of your life. When you fully understand who you are and what you believe, life can take you in directions you never imagined. You will be gently challenged to grow and learn that change can be good, especially when done from inside. Every choice that we make is a decision about the next step in our lives. And it only takes one step to start a new and incredible journey. Schedule an appointment today by calling 952-452-8583. That number again is 952-452-8583. Or visit awakenlivinginfusion.com. The Downtowner Woodfire Grill in St. Paul is the perfect choice for breakfast, lunch, and dinner seven days a week. Offering daily fresh seafood specials, fire-roasted meats, exquisite pizza, and half-price bottles of wine on Mondays and Tuesdays, except on Excel Energy event nights. Once you experience their cozy fireside dining, extensive wine list and bar, you'll be back for more. Gift certificates and private dining room for parties available. Located at 253 West 7th Street with plenty of free parking or online at downtownerwoodfire.com. I'm Nick Slavic, proprietor of the Nick Slavic Painting and Restoration Company. I speak nationally and internationally on the subjects of entrepreneurship, trades reform, apprenticeship, craftsmanship, and coding science. I've created a rigorous apprenticeship program where I find, train, inspire, and mentor young people in my craft. The result is an ultra-professional crew of craftspeople that cares about their work and your project. We're not like other contractors. Visit N-I-C-K-S-L-A-V-I-K.com. That's NickSlavic.com to learn more. Stress. It's something you experience every day and something you could use a whole lot less of. Stress can not only make you feel frustrated and irritable, it can also cause aches, pains, and fatigue. The Biomat at Awakened Living can make you feel better. The Biomat is a medical-grade, infrared, full-body heating mat used in healing practices all over the world. The Biomat at Awakened Living heats your body through infrared rays, which raises the internal temperature of your body, acting much like when your body has a fever to rid your body of viruses and bacteria. It is a wonderful tool to use for relaxation and as a preventative method for achieving optimal health. The Awakened Living Biomat offers a deep relaxation effect, and as you step away from a treatment, you feel relaxed, calm, and ready to enjoy a more stress-free body. Schedule an appointment today by calling 952-452-8583. And once again, that number is 952-452-8583. Or by visiting 
awakenedlivinginfusion.com. Fusion Radio Show. I'm Connie Bjork. And I'm Michelle Kitzmiller. And we are your hosts. Together we explore health, wellness, spirituality, emotions, and life issues from new perspectives. Join us as together we infuse vitality into life. Today we're talking about forgiveness. You know, I personally think that forgiveness has a lot of grace mixed into it. You know, if you're thinking of a recipe for forgiveness. Before the break, we were talking about difficult experiences can create mental grooves in in our cellular memory that become challenging to replace. In other words, this too can become a repetitive pattern, these negative experiences that we need to break. Forgiveness is one of the ways that we can replace those grooves of negativity, and the ability to do this is one of the keys to mental health. Most of our difficulties and disappointments come down to really... If you break it down to the very bottom, not having our wishes and desires met in some way. We talk about, you know, the basic needs are food, shelter, clothing, that type of thing. But emotionally, we have so many other needs that need to be met for us to be really healthy. We're not really taught that those are priorities all the time. Right. You know, for example, in our lives somewhere along the line, we might have wished for a more sensitive boss than the one that we currently have, or more trustworthy friends, or colleagues that actually do what they say they're going to do, <laughs> you know, or even more loving parents. Maybe we have a family that didn't meet our emotional needs. I think that's a big one for people. I thought about that a lot when we're actually getting ready to do the show. Even as adults, we sometimes look back and think, oh, my life would be different if I wouldn't have experienced that, or why did my parents do that? Because we don't understand from that childhood perspective what was going on. And as you said at the beginning of the show, we're always doing our best in the moment. And our parents, they were doing their best in the moment. We may not, look being able to look back, agree on what they did or what they chose, uh, but probably many times they were were trying to do their best in that moment. You know, and they came in with their own life lessons. And probably having a child that was so different from them taught them a plethora of lessons that they need to. Everything's not always about us. Sometimes we come into someone's life to help them with their life lessons too. And that's a good angle to look at it from in that we not only learn how we want to be, but we also learn how we don't want to be sometimes in the world from the people around us. And so to be thankful almost in that perspective of, I have learned something in this situation. Mm -hmm. I have brought something with me that makes me a better me. And to focus on the positive Mm -hmm. versus what we don't want. You know, sometimes we can find ourselves actually going through the grieving process for what might have been instead of what is actually going on right now in the present moment. This happens a lot um, in divorce. So many times you've divorced that relationship for a long time over the, over the process of their marriage. What a lot of people find themselves doing, though, is actually grieving the ideal that they had about marriage to begin with, not the actual marriage they were in, because that's over, you know. For a reason. Right. And so they're grieving for that lost opportunity to create something that they thought they want, you know, that the way that they wanted to create that marriage. Right. And so forgiving yourself in that, grief process and being able to move forward and learn from it is a huge thing. It is. And to remember that if you're still feeling distressed about past events, it's coming from the feelings, thoughts, or physical pain that you're experiencing right now about these hopes or expectations that you've had, about them not being met, not from what someone has or hasn't done in the past, right? There's that ideal that you're grieving. You know, it isn't really that someone has hurt you. It is that what they have said or done has touched a deep wound within you that still needs healing. It's, it's not their actions that's hurting you. It's your reaction to them. And it's time to really address that wound inside of you and heal it. 
This is a big one to me as I watch people in their processes sometimes. Even recently within my own life, I, I have seen this happen in that a lot of it is how you look at what has happened to you and how mm -hmm. you perceive it. And so recently I watched someone who was in a situation where they felt hurt, they felt vulnerable, um, they felt their boundaries had been invaded and it really made them feel unsafe. However, this person was able to look at the situation saying, right now I don't know the whole story. I don't know what that other person's side of this story was. Maybe what happened was an accident. Maybe the intention was different than how I, I took it. Right now, though, I have all these really deep emotions going on. And I was really so just amazed at how they could approach it in mm -hmm. that manner. And so what happened is they found out the other side of the story and they were able to then forgive for one, the, the person, however, still honor the feelings that they had from the situation and say, I still have my own personal things to work through. And I think that's amazing that you can look at it that way and be able to deal with it that way. I've also seen the opposite of that, where someone has felt hurt. They've not been willing to listen to the whole story, not been open to the fact that something, there might be something else to the story that they're not aware of. And so what they then do is they take that hurt, they take that anger, and they take that resentment, and they put it into action. And then they create all this chaos as far as like maybe bringing in other family members to say, take a side or, or work environment. Yes. So yeah. whatever that is, and then they start creating drama from it and more chaos, both in their own lives and other people's lives. And when really that there was a different approach they could have taken to that for from a forgiveness aspect, right. from putting themselves in someone else's shoes. And that's really learning to live the four agreements, right? If if everyone could do that and realize that nothing that anyone else ever does is because of you or about you. It is because of their own inner issues that they have that they're experiencing. We need to step back and just own our own things. Realize that everybody has their own thing going on and not take everything personally. You know, that's, that's an important thing. What you were describing, the second one, is really a protective mechanism, right, that really went awry. And that individual then gets stuck in rumination or blaming the people, blaming the past, and sucking the joy from their days and, over time, undermining their mental health and physical well-being. When becoming a victim and perpetuating then those situations in their own life where they continue to feel assaulted Absolutely. by everyone else's actions. Current research suggests that by acknowledging that you've been hurt, recognizing that it's in the past and that today is a brand new day, you're able to forgive and release this negativity, allowing you to become healthier, happier, and then more resilient. For example, a recent study found that learning and implementing a practice of forgiveness at work can increase your positive emotions by 20% and your satisfaction with life by 10%. It can also improve your productivity up to 400%. And if you're in sales, it improves that by 25%. In our discussion on forgiveness, we don't mean that you need to accept or condone someone's bad actions or reconcile with that person who's harmed you. And we're going to be talking more about that in the next segment. So for more information or to schedule an appointment at our clinic or register for one of our programs, please check out our website at awakenedlivinginfusion.com. You can find podcasts of our shows on our website, AM950's website, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you so much for joining us today on Awakened Living Infusion Radio Show on AM950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. We'll be right back. Hi, this is Connie Bjork from Awakened Living Infusion Radio Show. I'd like to tell you how interpersonal guided imagery therapy can heal you from physical and emotional pain in a deeper way without medication. It's the perfect type of healing from pain, fear, anxiety, and issues that just don't seem to have a resolution. Interpersonal guided imagery therapy at Awakened Living helps identify and heal limiting beliefs that hold us back. It allows instant access to deeply hidden issues such as fear, phobias, anger, identity, and power struggles. It's even been used to successfully treat 
treat PTSD. When using intrapersonal guided imagery therapy both before and after surgery, patients used one-third less pain medication, had fewer falls, and experienced shorter hospital stays. A Weekend Living's intrapersonal guided imagery therapy works wonderfully in helping with emotional resiliency and coping abilities, producing actual changes in the biochemistry of the body. Schedule an appointment with me today and get started towards healing. Call 952-452-8583 or visit awakenedlivinginfusion.com. I'm Rick Unger. You've heard the screamers. You've heard the shouters, the haters, the beraters. Well, now it's time to listen to a real conversation, a rational conversation. Now it's time for The Rick Unger Show. Listen to The Rick Unger Show every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. on AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. Stream at am950radio.com or search KTNF on the TuneIn app. Hello, humans. This is me, Ellie Krug with Ellie 2.0 Radio. Newsflash about my show... It's now an hour long, running from 7 to 8 a.m. every Monday. The longer time slot will allow for interviews of idealists doing important work in the world. LD 2.0 Radio. Listen every Monday from 7 to 8 a.m. My show. It's engaging and real. And it's on AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. Many people feel a deep void in their lives, as though something is missing. Something that's not material in nature. The answers can be found with spiritual or soul coaching. Connie Bjork at Awaken Living takes you through a process which nourishes the deepest part of you, your spirit or soul. Learning more about this important aspect can help you move through your life with greater enrichment and joy. It doesn't deal with religion. Instead, it's about you and your connection to your higher power by whatever name you connect with. Connie at Awaken Living will help you explore your beliefs, both those that you were given as a child and those you've developed throughout your life in a safe environment. Internal conflict and confusion can arise when they don't seem to match up. Spiritual coaching with Connie at Awaken Living will heal you in ways you've never dreamed possible. Schedule an appointment today by calling 952-452-8583 or visiting awakenlivinginfusion.com. spirituality, emotions, and life issues from new perspectives. Join us as together we infuse vitality into life. Today we're talking about forgiveness and the grace that lies for you within that process. The last segment we just got done to discussing the fact that we don't need to accept or condone someone's bad actions or reconcile with someone who's harmed us. There are other options here and we can still forgive them. And it doesn't mean that you don't need... It's sometimes you need to confront the bad behavior and set that boundary. Other times, it's best not to. If we can forgive and let go of the judgment, blame, and grudges and change our grievance story to remind ourselves that we have a higher choice, and that choice is to forgive. At the end of the day, forgiveness is something that you do for yourself. Why not for anyone else? So let's talk about a way to start the practice of forgiveness. Let's start with an easy one or an easier one. Forgiveness doesn't necessarily always easy, but um, if you become aware of and acknowledge the hurt and make a commitment that you need to let it go and forgive, that's the first step. Being, you know, a lot of times people, we mentioned in the last segment, there are people who don't like to do that. They like to 
actually met someone once who had a, a black notebook, and they would write down every grievance. And this was a nun. I'm sorry, but it was. I'm not sure if anyone heard me gasping. I know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you would see her, and she would be writing down what you did. And there would be things like, you didn't say hello to me in hall, you know, before library. And it's like, oh, my God. <laughs> That, you know, how hurt, how hurt that individual is on the inside that they actually keep a record of that and how small their life has become. That's very hurt, hurting for them. You know, we have to accept in life that we're not always going to get what we want, and that's okay. Life is always happening for us, not to us. And sometimes the universe, God, has so much more planned for us than we do ourselves. Try to give up expecting things from life or others that they either cannot give you or choose not to. When you, I think in this particular moment about unrequited love, right, where someone loves someone more than they love that other person and they can't reciprocate that kind of a deep relationship, you've got to learn to let that go. There's something else planned for you. Remind yourself that you can hope for health, love, peace, and prosperity, and put your energy into achieving your positive life goals. Keep on doing the best you can, and instead of focusing on your wounded feelings, learn to look for the love, the good, the kindnesses that are all around you. You also have to have space in there for the world or the people to say no to you, and then be able to move on. Recognizing others' forgiveness, consider the times when you've needed others to forgive you. Remember that. That's really important when we try to remember to forgive others. We've all been forgiven for things. You know, for <laughs> the family of origin is the best classroom on the earth school that we have, right? And so many times, I am sure that our parents have forgiven us for things that we've done. Siblings, if you have them. Your partner your colleagues at work, and any other friendships or relationships you have, chances are that you've been given huge doses of forgiveness over your lifetime, too. And considering sometimes how others forgive you can be one of the most striking, humbling, honest, truth-telling things that you can do to really, you know, embed a practice of forgiveness into your own life. And when we practice forgiving those close to us, and reflect on where we're hurting and our need to forgive within those relationships, in the, you know, the relationships, the people that we care deeply about and the people that we like and are fond of, it becomes easier to forgive others. You know, I'd like to just ask, too, if you do have a partner, are there currently little grudges that you're holding against them? Are there little irritants or things that you haven't even verbalized to them and yet you're holding them accountable for these and it's really getting to be a long list <laughs> and you're angry <laughs> stop keeping track <laughs> no pointing fingers good thing you can't see us <laughs> and you know are they deserving of you holding on to all of these and especially if they don't know about them is that really fair you know so making a commitment to forgive and let go of some of those feelings are going to help both of you. They're sitting there going, I don't know what's going on. I don't know what I did. You know, and some people hold on to things that were decades ago. You know that we are the only species that suffers over and over and over again for one thing we've done. Every other animal shakes it off and moves on. We tend to remind someone of the transgressions that they have committed against us repeatedly. Or what's worse, like you said, when you don't communicate what those transgressions are, yes. but you still hold it against yes. them, and they really are clueless about what's going on or why you're feeling the way you're feeling. Absolutely. And that's doing neither of you any good, mentally, emotionally, physically, or spiritually, right? So we can build our forgiveness muscles by start pra starting to practice forgiveness on these easy, easy things, like the person who cuts you off in traffic. You're saying that's easy? <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, no. I'm kidding. <laughs> I know, and some days it's easier to take a deep breath and move on, right? And other days it's like, <laughs> the things you say in your car when nobody can hear you. <laughs> and that's okay, right? Or how about um, receiving bad customer service? I know that's one that 
you know, when we take care of people in our clinic all the time, bad customer service to me is, it's hurtful on a different level, right? So practicing on the things, you know, like that, where it's not life and death and it's not in a relationship, hopefully, you know, more and more we see road rage and that's a whole different animal. Um, but just taking care, realizing that forgiving the person who cuts you off or whatever is... Or standing in the line at the grocery store and it's yes. taking a little longer than maybe you would want. Right. These are chances to forgive on a small way that we don't normally think about practicing that forgiveness muscle, okay? It, it just takes a moment, right? But it can make your life so much more joyful. You know, whether it's a spouse who's unfaithful or a parent who let you down as a child or a friend who shared something told in confidence, we all must face the question of whether and whether we want to forgive. The Mayo Clinic actually has listed out what holding on to grudges does to you. Yes, and some physically. of the things they talked about were bringing anger and bitterness into Every relationship and every new experience. Yes. Think about that. Every time That's you interact with someone, again. every time, every moment you're living, basically, you're mm -hmm. bringing that with you in every interaction. Um, becoming so wrapped up in the wrong that you can't enjoy the present, which you had mentioned earlier. Mm -hmm. Becoming depressed or anxious. It increases your blood pressure. Uh, feel like your la life lacks meaning or purpose or that you're at odds with your spiritual beliefs is another one. And then... Um, lose valuable and enriching connectedness with others. Yes. I really liked how they worded that because it goes back to that first one. If you're bringing all of that with you into every relationship, how then do you make those deeper connections? And again, everything comes back to an emotion that hasn't been healed, right? And when we do not deal with our emotions, when we stuff them, it becomes physical disease in our body. Um, and that is a whole other thing. So forgiveness is actually another way to health when you think about it that way too. Right. Or if you think about it from the aspect of stress, it's creating a stress response in your body every moment. Yes. yes. And again, everything that we experience is in our cells on a cellular level and we, we need, it just doesn't go away. Thinking that we can forget about it or not have to deal with it, that doesn't work. Or just taking the step of like, I'm going to forgive someone, and then not doing that internal work. Right. And it does need to be an internal process. You know, sometimes we have a challenging time deciding if we really want to forgive this person. And this can be in part because of false ideas that we have around what that act may or may not entail. You know, what does that, what's that going to cost me? <laughs> that type of thing, right? We may even feel like forgiveness would take away certain rights or boundaries. Here are some things that forgiving someone doesn't mean. It doesn't mean that you are pardoning or excusing the other person's actions. Okay? They, they happened. Now, everybody's got to deal with them. It also doesn't mean that you need to tell the person that he or she is forgiven. You can do this internally, never sharing it with anyone else. That is actually interesting. That is at odds with quite a bit of things I read in psychology when we were discussing this topic to, to come on air. And one of them was to make it publicly known. And in my mind, I was like, why would you tell people that that is part of the process? No. It doesn't make any sense. No, me. no. And in the next segment too, one of the things that I do, I work a lot with people who haven't forgiven things in the past in guided imagery therapy and it is amazing the person doesn't ever have to know and I'll share some experiences with that um, another one is forgiveness doesn't mean that you shouldn't have other feelings about the situation your feelings should be acknowledged internally and moved through always the only way out is through it also doesn't mean that there's nothing further for you to work out in that relationship or that everything's okay now Okay, these are things that we need to keep, you know, we keep thinking if I forgive, well, then this will happen. You know, it's not fair. It's it not forgive and forget. Right, right. It also doesn't mean that you should forget the incident ever happened. It teaches you something. Remember, we're constantly teaching someone how to treat us. If someone teaches you that it's unsafe for you to really confide in them, learn from it. Don't do that. You've got other people that you can confide in. Keep that boundary there. It's Learn like from something. 
everything else we've talked about, it, once you learn these different aspects, it, it all integrates into life. Yes. It all integrates into our flow, into every interaction that we're going through, every experience. And so just learning some of the ins and outs of it can be really helpful just in how we move through life. You know, forgiveness also doesn't mean that you have to continue to include the person in your life. There are people in life that are toxic. And when you, you know, there's that thing where you show people, again, who you are. Listen. People always show you who they are. Listen to that. Not everyone is meant to be your best friend. It's okay. We outgrow people, too. And remembering always that it isn't something that you do for that person. It's something you do for you. And that's really an important thing. By forgiving, you're accepting the reality of what's happened and finding a way to live in a state of resolution with it. That's a, an important thing, too. You know, it can happen fast or it can happen slowly. And it's not something you do for anyone but you. For more information, to schedule an appointment at our clinic or to register for a program, check out our website at awakenlivinginfusion.com. You can find podcasts of our shows on our website, AM950's website, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We'd like to thank you today for joining us on Awakened Living Infusion Radio Show. We'll be right back. We are talking today about forgiveness. Let's learn some more about it. We will heal this The average person is hit by 55 stressors daily. And if you have a high-stress job or life situation, it's even higher. What can we do to lower stress levels and increase health? Awaken Living offers sessions using the Alpha Stim, a unique tool that transmits a patented electrical wavelength to modulate the cell's signals to the brain. This shifts you from the stress mode to relaxation. When we're continually stressed, our brains and bodies tend to forget how to calm down. The Awakened Living Alpha Stim puts you in an alpha state. This is a relaxed state that athletes and artists go to when they're in the zone. The Awakened Living Alpha Stim reduces stress, pain, anxiety, depression, and insomnia without medication. You'll be surprised how relaxed you feel. This therapy may be experienced alone or in conjunction with several other therapies, including the Biomat and acupuncture. So come relax at Awakened Living by calling 952 952- 452-8583 or visit awakenlivinginfusion.com. Visit the wine bar at Cafe Latte and enjoy a unique handcrafted pizza and glass of wine. The perfect place for an intimate night or an evening with friends. Choices range from spicy Italian sausage and sweet roasted peppers to the one-of-a-kind nacho chicken pizza layered with blue corn tortilla chips. The approachable wine list offers over 30 by the glass with special emphasis on wines from Washington State. End your night with one of Cafe Latte's melt-in-your-mouth desserts, 850 Grand Avenue, St. Paul. Hi, this is Michelle Kitzmiller from the Awakened Living Infusion radio show, and I'd like to tell you about the healing powers of traditional Chinese medicine. The medicine includes acupuncture, herbal medicine, twina, qigong, and nutritional therapy. It's a highly individualized, safe, and effective system of integrative medicine. Traditional Chinese medicine at Awakened Living takes into consideration symptoms, lifestyle, emotions, environment, and individual experiences to determine the most effective treatment to obtain healing and make you feel better. Acupuncture is a safe and pain-free way to help your body heal. After your acupuncture session at Awakened Living, you'll walk away feeling healthy, relaxed, and balanced. Traditional Chinese medicine and acupuncture works well on its own or with other treatments at Awakened Living. Schedule an appointment with me today at the Awakened Living Clinic in Bloomington. Call 952-452-8583 or visit awakenedlivinginfusion.com. Hi, I'm Samantha, and I'm a certified massage therapist at Awakened Living. You might think massage therapy is a luxury, when in fact, it's necessity for having a healthier body. A massage at Awakened Living will relieve your body of everyday wear and tear, improve sleep, your posture, stress levels, and overall just make you feel better. I invite you to come in for some much-needed rest and relaxation at the Awakened Living Clinic in Bloomington. Call 952 452 8583 or visit awakenlivinginfusion.com
Awake and Living Infusion radio show. I'm Connie Bjork. And I'm Michelle Kitzmiller. And we are your hosts. Together we explore health, wellness, spirituality, emotions, and life issues from new perspectives. Join us as together we infuse vitality into life. Today we're talking about forgiveness. You know, we've been talking a little bit about why forgiveness is so difficult, so challenging. There are some reasons you might be still filled with thoughts of retribution or revenge. You could be someone who enjoys feeling superior (laughs) and holding that against someone or above someone's head makes you feel that way. You might not know how to resolve the situation or you're addicted to the adrenaline that anger provides you. Some people might self-identify as being a victim and that is their identity. You're afraid that by forgiving you have to reconnect with that person or that you have to lose that connection totally. And either one of them is threatening. These reasons do not to forgive can be resolved by becoming more familiar with yourself, with your thoughts, your feelings, with your boundaries. We've talked a lot about boundaries today. And with your needs. Forgiveness, though, requires feeling willing to forgive. We've talked about sometimes you don't want to because the hurt went too deep or because the person was too abusive, you know, in in the case of an abusive marriage, that type of thing, or express no regret. And we really encourage you not to attempt to forgive someone before you've really identified, fully felt, expressed, and released your anger and pain. Once you decide that you are willing to forgive, find a place and a time to be alone with your thoughts. And then try to think about what happened that angered you. Accept that it happened. Accept how you felt about it and how it made you want to react. In order to forgive, you need to acknowledge the reality of what occurred and how you personally were affected by it. So it's a good exercise in knowing yourself. Acknowledge the growth that you experienced as a result of what happened, what did it make you learn about yourself or about your needs, your boundaries? We learn from every experience if we can look within. Because not only did you survive it, maybe you even grew from it. That's really amazing. And then think about the other person. You know, everyone is flawed. All of us are human. They probably acted from their limited beliefs and a skewed frame of reference because sometimes we all act from our limiting beliefs instead of our limitless beliefs. And when you're hurt, the other person was trying to have their needs met, some met need that we don't even know about. And what do you think that need might have been? And why did they go about it in that way? Maybe that's what they were taught. And then finally, you get to decide whether or not you want to tell the person that you've forgiven him or her. And if you decide not to express that forgiveness directly, then you can do it on your own. You can say the words internally or out loud, I forgive you, and then add inside your mind or out loud alone as much explanation as you feel is merited. And then forgiveness is the final seal on the deal, right? You don't have to be bound by that any longer. You aren't probably going to forget it, but the emotional pain isn't going to be ruminating in your body anymore, in your mind, in your thoughts, and contaminating everything that you are experiencing in the future. One of the ways that um, that I work with in my practice is helping people who need to forgive someone who has passed. Or who is no longer in their life. And through guided imagery, because in the mind everything's happening in the present moment, we can go back in time and heal anything. And it's amazing to me um, how many times um, this happens. There was an instance, and this is these kinds of things are documented all over, where someone really needed to forgive a father who had sexually abused her hadn't spoken in 15 years, and through the imagery was really able to go in, find all of that pain, address that father in the imagery, deal with it, all of her anger came out, deal with it, and forgive. And the incredible thing was, three days later, her father called her out of the blue 
hadn't spoken to her in 15 years, and they were able to actually physically resolve some issues. So it, you know, in energetically, everything is shifting and changing, and that's a perfect example of what forgiveness can do. We are connected, all of us, that unity consciousness. We are all interconnected, whether we want to believe it or not. And that shows just how much we are connected. So you can forget, forgive someone, whether they're actually here or not. It works the same if they've passed over. So it's a profound... Forgiveness is very powerful on many levels, just like you were saying. And I think looking at it, too, from the perspective of... This is a different way to look at it. Okay. But if you really want revenge on someone, live your best life. <laughs> if that's really what your forgiveness is, just, just an alternative, right? Like by letting go, which we'll talk about actually next week, and being able to forgive someone and live your best life, it really improves y- your empowerment, your self-love, how you move through the world, and it frees you up to do so many other things, to feed that unity consciousness in such a better way. Yeah. There was a friend of mine who was highly spiritual, and yet I knew she wasn't ready to hear what was really going on. She had somebody that really wronged her. She really wanted to tell them and get them all, you know, but they'd wronged her in a way that made it a federal offense. They hadn't, you know, dealing with her website and that type of thing. And she really wanted to let them know about it. And I said, you know, knowing where she was at, she wanted them to hurt. And I said, you know, you don't need to get revenge. They know what they did was wrong. They know it's a felony. Somebody from the FBI has already contacted them. They don't know that you know. And every time that they see you, they're going to wonder how much you know. <laughs> and I said, that's on them. They're, you know, oh, yeah, they will hurt more than me then, so I won't <laughs> tell them. And it's like, <laughs> the sometimes, not knowing. right, sometimes you have to take someone where they are and help them to see a different perspective and yet help them be, you know, act in a way that is a little bit higher even though it, it was the only way I could get that across to her. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we've tried to talk to you today about some ways in which forgiveness helps you. There's so much more information that we have. And so we're going to be putting more information on our blog and a connection with our uh, radio show on there also. We also have some other things going on in our clinic all the time. Um, And forgiveness is something that we are also dealing with in a series, a four-part series of guided imagery sessions, group guided imagery within our office that can really help you to let go of the past and embrace the future. So we hope that you've enjoyed today's show. For more information or to schedule an appointment in our clinic or to register for one of our programs, please check out our website at awakenedlivinginfusion.com. You can find our shows as podcasts on our website, AM950's website, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Be with us next week when we talk about letting go.